0: Hello, I'm Kathy DuPlanis, and I'm so happy you joined me on the broadcast today. We're gearing up for my glorious women's conference next week, and with that in mind, I have a message for you that I preached at last year's conference that's going to stir you up. It's titled, Suit Up for Jesus. Are you ready to get wrapped up in God's glorious majesty? I know you are, and I want to encourage you today. You see, the Lord has positioned you for such a time as this, and He wants to put His super on your natural to empower you to do what you could never do without Him. And He wants you to be prepared for your great future. So that means you have to get suited up. You have to put your armor on. So let's go into the message right now and be changed by the Word of God. So watch and be blessed. Let's turn to Proverbs 31. This is our uh, theme scripture, but it's just where we're going to launching pad. I'm not going to read the whole Proverbs 31 thing. I mean, you know how that can really be heavy. I don't. T- I mean, you people keep hearing this. They read this whole thing of the Proverbs 31 and they compare themselves to it. I remember talking to, uh, everybody know Don Colbert, his wife, Mary told me one day, she says, I was really feeling bad one day because I was praying and asking God, Lord, make me that Proverbs 31 woman. And she she said, she heard Jesus say, you're not a Proverbs 31 woman. (laughs) she kind of knew that. But he said, you're a New Testament woman. That changes everything, right? So basically, a lot of people see all of this, and it's a great goal, and it's a good description of the perfect wife, but more than that, it is a, pers- it is a description of the church of Jesus Christ. Right. And so when you really grab this, then it just shows you so much that's available to you. And I want to just read verse 25 again. We've read it in the, verse, in the service already, but let's see it again in the verse 25 of uh, Proverbs 31. Again, in the Passion Translation, it says, bold power... And glorious majesty are wrapped around her as she laughs with joy over the latter days. Amen. This last, these 22, last 22 verses in the book of Proverbs uh, is a glorious description of the end time victorious church of Jesus Christ. And tonight we're going to just focus on this one first about being wrapped And it's so powerful because God has already wrapped us in himself. And he has wrapped us with bold power, this verse says, and glorious majesty. Try to get your head around that and see what that really means to you tonight. Don't fall into the trap of just looking at your earth suit, thinking about what you can do in the natural. Because this is not talking about your natural ability or your natural strength. During these latter days, Those that serve the Lord are going to walk in a level of joy and strength and peace that's beyond understanding. It could be chaos all around you, but God is going to impart His supernatural bold power to help you to be strong for yourself, but also for your family and for your, maybe your business, maybe the school you're in. God is going to use you in a great and mighty way. I just was looking at the comments on this book of Proverbs on just this chapter, and in the the footnote for verse 10, because that's just where it begins. There's 22 verses beginning in verse 10 down to the end, and it says, starting with verse 10, through the end of the book, we have a Hebrew acrostic poem. It It is alphabetical in structure with each of the 22 verses beginning with a consecutive Hebrew letter of the alphabet. The implication is that the perfections of this woman would exhaust the entire language. The subject is the bride, a, the virtuous woman. This woman is both a picture of the virtuous wife and an incredible allegory of the end time victorious bride of Jesus Christ, full of virtue and grace. Isn't that powerful? So it just helped me a lot because I'm thinking, I can't, I can't even approach what this girl's doing. And I, I've done a lot, but. Uh, it's always a stretch to think, how can she do all of that? But when you put the, what the body of Christ is and how you, God has empowered his church and how what, what's available to us and what God sees in us and what he wants to accomplish, it really is transforming. This next point, I, I just I know it's wordy, but I just want to read it to you because it's so powerful. You may not have this version or this translation with the... Uh, the uh, Footnote, it says, the Hebrew word used to describe the virtuous wife is kahil. I'm saying it wrong, I'm sure. It says, the meaning of this word cannot be contained by one English equivalent word. It is often used in connection with military prowess. This is a warring wife. Kahil is translated mighty. I'm going to give you some great words right now. Listen, mighty, wealthy. Excellent, morally righteous, full of substance, integrity, abilities, and strength. It says mighty like an army. That's the definition of this Hebrew word where it puts in virtuous wife. So when God is looking at you, so guys, this is for you too. Guys that are in the house, this belongs to the whole body of Christ. This is what God sees for us. And then it goes on to say, a wife is a metaphor in the last day's church, the virtuous overcoming bride of Jesus Christ. The word Cahill, it says it's most often used to describe valiant men. And it gives the example of Exodus 18, 21, where it is used for the mighty ones that Moses was to commission as elders and leaders among the people. Because And so that was a different term of that day. So that's just to show you how important it is to realize that when you're reading the Bible, you have to know who they're talking to and what it's all about. But even so, there's some things in here that we can learn as women and and excel and get better and get better as well. But the last verse, which we're going to look at right now in in the book of Proverbs, y'all are very familiar with that one. I want to read the verse and then the footnote before we go on, which this wasn't in my notes so the guys don't know about it on the screens. It says in verse, uh, 20, let's say it 29. There are many valiant, valiant and noble ones, but you have ascended above them all. Charm can be misleading and beauty is vain and so is, so quickly fades. But this virtuous woman lives in the wonder wonder, awe, and fear of the Lord. She will be praised throughout eternity. So go ahead and give her the credit that is due, for she has become a radiant woman, all, and all her loving works of righteousness deserve to be admired at the gateways of every city. This is the church of Jesus Christ. The footnote for 29 says, many daughters have obtained wealth because of her. These valiant and noble ones, or daughters, says, represents the church of the previous generations who remain faithful in their pursuit of Jesus. But I wanted to get this last sentence out, and this is so powerful. It says, but this final generation will be the bridal company of the lovers of God who do mighty exploits and miracles in the earth. I believe that God is raising up an army of women as well as the body of Christ that are going to do amazing exploits for God. And I want you to get stirred up in your heart to realize this is how God sees you now. He sees you with bold power. He sees you clothed and wrapped with glorious majesty. And and you don't have to try to see it with your natural eyes, but there's a force that God is unleashing in you even right now that is going to push you up to that higher level. Amen. Amen? Instead of feeling condemned or always worried about what people think, you're going to say, leave those baggages behind. Take that suit off. Throw that piece of trash clothing out the door. Don't look at it again. Get clothed with God. Let him get get wrapped up in him. Amen? Merriam-Webster divines this word wrap as to wine, coil, twine as to encircle or to cover something, to put on clothing or dress. So this is what we're talking about. We're talking about getting suited up for Jesus. We're talking about getting wrapped up in God. We're talking about putting on the clothes that God has given us and being put on the armor of God. We're going to get into a lot of that, I think. Hallelujah. But this is so powerful because God wants us to realize what belongs to us, especially today. Amen. Amen. Today, the most common type of a clothing is a suit. So I wore this for you. (laughs) But when you use the force of faith to suit up for Jesus, you are supernaturally equipped for victory. This word suit up in the Cambridge Dictionary means to prepare to take part in something by putting on a uniform. Remember how they say, guys, suit up. Right? Right. So it's a term we need to get familiar with and let it ring in your heart whenever uh, uh, when a project comes before you that looks like it's too big or maybe it, it has, you've had a problem with it in the past. You're going to hear the phrase, suit up, Kathy, suit up, Josie, whatever your name is, Jody. <laughs> Jody girl. Suit up. And we'll be able to tell that to our friends. Okay, now look, you're going to have to take that old rag off and you're going to have to suit up and put on the... Put on the right dress. Ah, you know, well, who was that that saying, that sound? Put on your red dress, mama. Because we going out tonight. There's a lot of songs about things like that. So we get it. We understand when we're talking about getting wrapped, getting clothed up, we're getting suited up, we're putting on something. We're being changed. The clothes make the woman. Amen. It matters what, what you're wearing. Point number one, God wants every believer to suit up with bold power and glorious majesty so that we can stand strong in these latter days. There's a, there's a, there's a lot coming up ahead, and we see a lot in the news today that makes us realize how important it is that we are the light, that we shine brightly because God needs some lights in, the, in this old dark world. And he's positioned us just where we need to be. God wants to put his super on your natural to empower you to do what you could never do without him. Amen. Now, this is a different kind of suit that will prepare you for your future. So no matter what weapon that's formed against you, it won't prosper when you're wearing that, that beautiful suit. Amen. Let's turn to 2 Corinthians. 2 Corinthians chapter 3. God revealed a dazzling measure of his glory to Moses. And he had such radiant splendor on him that they had to put a veil over his face because the people couldn't stand to look at him and they just just did that. And we we read that, and we're not gonna read that whole part of that chapter, but that's what happened. But that glory that he had did not last, it was only a preview of what God had planned for us. But he, he lets us know what happened in the past to show us this is what I really want for you. I really want you to shine like nobody's business. Just blow them out. I mean, let am going to have to put sunglasses on, you so doggone bright. Amen? There was, that was just a preview. But there's a new and a glorious ministry of the Spirit that brings a permanent impartation of glory to every believer in Jesus. And with this amazing hope living in us, it will enable us to step out with real freedom and boldness to speak the truth. Amen? Amen. I'm talking about a force of courage right here that is going to astound you. So I want you to expect it to rise up. Amen? Amen. So 2 Corinthians chapter chapter 3, I want to read about 12 verses. Verse 7 through 18 in the Passion translation. It says, Even the ministry that was characterized by the chiseled letters on the stone tablets, they're talking about the Ten Commandments there, came with a dazzling measure of glory, though it produced death. The Israelites couldn't bear to gaze on the glowing face of Moses because of the radiant splendor shining from his countenance, a glory destined to fade away. Yet how much more radiant is this new and glorious ministry of the Spirit that shines from us? Whew. For if the former ministry of condemnation was ushered in with a measure of glory, how much more does the ministry that imparts righteousness excel? far excel in glory? What once was glorious no longer holds any glory because of the increasingly greater glory that has replaced it. Amen. Uh, I lost my place. The fading ministry came with a portion of glory, but now we, are, we embrace the unfading, hope, unfading ministry of a permanent impartation of glory. Verse 12, so then with this amazing hope living in us, we step out in freedom and boldness to speak the truth. We are not like Moses who used a veil to hide the glory to keep the Israelites from staring at him as it faded away. Their minds were closed and hardened for even to this day that same veil comes over their minds when they hear the words of of the former covenant. The veil has not yet been lifted from them for it's only eliminated when one is joined to the Messiah." So until now, whenever the Old Testament is being read, the same blinding comes over their hearts. But the moment one turns to the Lord with an open heart, the veil is lifted and they see. Hallelujah. Now the Lord I'm referring to is the Holy Spirit and wherever he is Lord, there is freedom. Verse 18, we can all draw close to him with the veil removed from our faces and with no veil, we become like mirrors who brightly reflect the glory of the Lord Jesus. We are being transfigured into his very image as we move from one brighter level of glory to another. And this glorious transfiguration comes from the Lord who is the Spirit. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. This is what happens when we encounter God and the moment, it says. My second point is the moment you turn to the Lord with an open heart, the Holy Spirit lifts the veil, the blinders, off your eyes, and you're able to see God's glorious plan. So there is a moment, there is what I call a glorious moment that's like an aha moment that we, ah, ah, the light bulb goes on moment. All of these moments, that very moment, you begin to see and you know. You know your plan. Maybe you've been facing something difficult and you're not seeing the way out. To not believe that there's going to be a, a, a glorious moment that where you know the veil is lifted and you see exactly how it gets done. You, could see, you may feel like you've been in a... I think there's somebody here that feels like they've been walking around in one of those mouse w- w- uh, mazes. You, go, you move around and you hit another way, This wall and then you stop and you go another way and then you hit, a, hit another wall and, then, and you feel like you're just going gone, gone in a rat race. But God says he's going to open that up and show you the right way out. Yeah. Hallelujah. How many say that's for you? I, wanna, I know there's so many in the house that it hit because that's a word from the Lord for you, because you, the enemy wants to keep you blinded, but God wants to light, put the light bulb on. Amen. Amen? And so that you can see your way to your victory. As you draw closer to him, your new suit reflects the glory of the Lord Jesus. We become like mirrors who brightly reflect the glory of, the, of Jesus, and we are destined to reflect what we see. You are. You know, we don't want to cast a reflection on Him, but when we gaze into Him, we are destined to be like Him. Amen. That's what transformation's all about. Amen. This new glory suit is designed to move us from one brighter level of glory to another. It's called growing up. <laughs> it's not always easy, but it's good, and you need it. Amen. Amen. When we abide in Jesus through his word and his presence, we are gloriously transfigured into the image of Jesus. That's our goal, to be more like him. Amen? Amen? Amen. Let's turn to Matthew chapter 17. Matthew chapter 17. This Greek word that we're talking about, uh, that's used by G- about transfiguration. It's the verb metamorphio. I'm sure I'm saying it wrong. It's, but it's the same word used for Jesus when he was transfigured on the mountain. And we're going to read about this in Matthew chapter 17, verse 2. 17, verse 2. It says, Then Jesus' appearance was dramatically altered, a radiant light as bright as the sun poured from his face and his clothing became luminescent, dazzling like lightning. And he was transfigured before their very eyes. This is what happened when Jesus brought those select few, those, though he had the 12, but he had his in his, his crowd, basically those three that he would brought with them. And, he, and they saw this. See, God is going to call, some of you are are not going to see it, but there are a good bit bit of you that are hungry enough, you're going to see this transformation. But this is what happened that day. They saw the transformation, and this is what happened to Jesus. He was transfigured before their eyes. He was giving them a glimpse. This is what the Israelites saw on the face of Moses, well, a type of it. He's, they saw this and then the disciples saw Jesus this way and then later these disciples were that way they were transformed they went into that upper room and they were totally turned around changed around and they became lightning rods for Jesus they became suited with a coat of fire and they went out speaking and declaring the wonderful works of God with other tongues and the people didn't uh, they didn't uh, the people that were gathered that day heard all of this being talked about in their own personal language. That was a divine manifestation of the glory of God. And they were, that was a transformation that began at that moment. That is so good. You know, that's the transforming power of God. You know, I remember the moment that I turned to the Lord and asked Jesus into my heart. He lifted the veil off of my eyes and I could truly see. And I want you to know God wants to transform you too and lift any veil off of your eyes that could be keeping you from seeing God's glorious plan for your life. He wants to equip you with his bold power. He wants to show you how to suit up for the divine plan that he has for you during these end times. As you know, there's so many much going on in the world right now, and it's so important, more than ever, that all of us in the body of Christ shine God's light in every dark place. And to do that, we need to realize that what it means to be wrapped up in God, to be suited up in His love and power so that we can do great exploits for Him. I want you to know that your tuning in today was no accident. God is unleashing supernatural force in you this very moment, and the force of strength and courage like you've never experienced before. I believe you're sensing that now you're gonna be going up to a higher level in Christ so you need to take off that old suit put on the new one and shine like nobody's business like I said in the message God wants you to be shining so bright that you become a mirror who reflects the wonderful glory of Jesus remember we don't want to cast a reflection on him we want to be a reflection of God that nobody can deny and we need to gaze into him and wear our glory suit never forget this That suit is designed to move you from one bright level of glory to another. Matthew 17, verse 2 says, Then Jesus' appearance was dramatically altered. A radiant light as bright as the sun poured from His face, and His clothing became luminescent, dazzling like lightning. He was transfigured before their very eyes. You see, Jesus gave those three select glimpses, uh, three select a glimpse of His glory, and it forever changed them. They were suited with a coat of God's fire, and they were forever changed. Maybe you're going through some difficulty, and you think it could never change. But it's as though you're in a maze, and you can't see your way out. I want to encourage you to realize that one glimpse of God's dazzling, transforming glory can change anything. And all you have to do is draw close to Him. He wants to lift the veil and show you the right way out. Look, the enemy wants to keep you blind in this situation, but God wants to turn that light bulb on and help you to see your way to victory. Now, don't go away because the show is not over. I want to minister more to you. Get fired up with who you really are and take the time to get in his presence and be filled with his glory. God has opened up the door, girls, and we need to walk through it. Kathy Duplantis' Glorious, a conference for women. Register online at jdm.org. Do you realize that God wants you to thrive, prosper and achieve everything he's called you to do? Well, in my book, Suited for Success, I'm going to show you how to be fully equipped with all the essentials that you need to live a victorious and prosperous life. Your victory has already been settled. You can and will accomplish every dream God put in your heart. Suited for Success. Order your copy at JDM.org today. Hey, today you've been learning how as God's child, you've been divinely suited for a magnificent, successful future. In this month's product offer, my book, Suited for Success, I'm going to show you even further how you've been fully equipped with all the essentials you need to live a victorious and prosperous life. God has already fitted you and equipped you for an extraordinary life, and now it's just up to you. So go to jdm.org and get your copy today. You know, I can't tell you how excited we are around here because Glorious is one of our favorite and biggest conferences right here at JDM International Headquarters. So in registration and admission are always free and girlfriends of all ages across the globe are coming to celebrate with us. We're going to have a fun fellowship, our Glorious Girl Talk panel, which is an amazing event and lots of glorious giveaways, amazing worship, anointed teachings that will transform your life. I love the scripture that God has given me for this year's conference. It's in Luke 15, verse 7, in the Passion Translation, and it says, Jesus continued, In the same way there will be a glorious celebration in heaven over the rescue of one lost sinner who repents, comes back home, and returns to the fold, more so than all the righteous people who never strayed away. You know, I'm in great expectation for what God's going to do during this glorious conference this year. And He's imparted specific life-changing messages for me to share with you that I know will prepare you for the great return of Jesus Christ. So make your plans and come celebrate and magnify our Heavenly Father with me. You know, it begins on Friday night at March on March the 8th at 7 p.m., then on Saturday morning, March the 9th at 9 a.m., and we start our glorious Girl Talk panel at that time. And we have glorious, we have great guest panels that will be. Answering relevant questions with wisdom and insight that will really help you. This is a great, great event that people really have become to love. We've been doing it for several years now. And then I'm going to wrap it up with a powerful message at 10 a.m. And I can't wait to see you here. But, you know, if you can't be here in person, remember you can always watch the entire conference online. It's available on our JDM app or wherever you watch our live stream. You can go to JDM right now uh, for all the more details and see what's going on. And I want to just say thank you, partners, for all that you do to help us spread the gospel. Together we're reaching people and changing lives one soul at a time. If you're not a partner, you can become one today. You can go to jdm.org, PayPal, text to give, or you can mail in your donation so you can be a part of what God's doing through this wonderful ministry every single day. So thank you so much for tuning into our broadcast. Make sure to tune in next week for another powerful message from our glorious conference and it's titled The Vision of Jesus for His Church. I look forward to seeing you then. Bye-bye. My March partner offer and the curtain tour is full of revelation about how God tore the veil between himself and mankind. Jesus came and broke the power of sin and man was freed in Christ's triumph. There's absolutely nothing standing between us anymore. What does God say? If the Son therefore shall make you free, you shall be free indeed. You don't have to hesitate. You can go bold to the throne of grace. Go to JDM.org and get your copy today. Are you ready to believe the unbelievable, receive the impossible, because it's doable? In my new book, Believe, you will be challenged to believe the uncompromised Word of God so that you can receive all that God has for your life. Yes, it's time to unlock your faith in God's promises and believe the truth of the gospel. For your donation of $5 or more, you can receive your physical copy or digital download of Believe at jdm.org. It's time to make your faith work. Order your copy today and remember to believe. He calls us and gives us a message, but we have to know that it's always established the fact that Jesus is the Christ. He is the one, He is the answer, not a answer. He is the answer.